Welcome to Timelines, episode 234, slash WP Tonic, episode 85. Recorded this morning, Saturday, March 12th, 2016, on Blab at 9 a.m. Pacific. So remember to join us on Saturday mornings. You can join us live, ask questions, and get your websites reviewed. So this whole month on Saturday morning on WP Tonic, which is all about WordPress, and by the way, congratulations, WP Tonic Today on iTunes is ranking number two. So we want to thank the listener for your support, for writing up those reviews and getting us up there in the rankings. And this month, we're going to be looking at power WordPress users, not the developers, not the people who make a living with WordPress, but the people who use WordPress to power their business. And earlier this week, we interviewed Preston Zeller from Vancouver, Washington, and he comes from the WordPress development side of the house into real estate. He's taken with him the art of WordPress and SEO and a lot of good things. And I think you're going to see amazing things from him and what he does in real estate and how he uses WordPress. So without further ado, let's get right into this episode and check in with Preston Zeller and uh, check out his WordPress sites. Welcome to WP Tonic on Timeline. Congratulations, WP Tonic. I just looked. You're like number two in your field on WordPress. It moves around. Good job, Jonathan. And we have back on our show because he was on, uh, just was up on 232 on Timelines and on the real estate show, which I think was episode, what, 40, 40 something. We got Preston Zeller. And Preston Zeller is neat. It's, he has an agency. He started in the WordPress business and he's transitioned to real estate. And I tell you what, I know when I look back, we've made our biggest money in our life. We, I had a builder when we did pure real estate, we added all these things and we have our own marketing company. Preston, you're amazing. But tell us before we get going and Jonathan's here, of course, tell us a little bit more about you and what you did before you got into real estate, what drove you into real estate. And then Jonathan, talk about WordPress. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. So um, a lot of my background has been this kind of um, hybrid of small businesses and startups, and then eventually evolved into um, kind of more established businesses and, and strategy and content. And really this evolution over the past six, seven years where it's like making marketing, marketing campaigns that drive ROI and assets that you own, that you you put an uh, investment into. So um, over time, I realized I had a very good handle on project management and strategy for an overall um, execution of something. And, that, and that's really one of the biggest things is like, obviously, the individual parts of a uh, project for marketing, um, long-term strategy, they're all important. But unless you have someone kind of helming that ship and keeping it on track, it falls apart. And so where I really excel is I can examine, hey, here's, here's where we want to get to, breaking it down to those parts that really matter. Who do we need to get there? And then kind of delegating that out. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a lot of my background prior. And I've done uh, a, quite a bit in WordPress um, and as a CMS. Uh, Shopify would probably be second. I've uh, been doing a good amount of e-commerce stuff. And I just finished a crazy, crazy build in, in Shopify. Um, yeah, that, that is an uh, interesting platform. Um, and I've worked in all sorts of other stuff, but you know, WordPress for all the reasons people might fault it, it has so much potential if you do things right on it. And that's the key. 
because there's a lot of slop artists on WordPress. So finding the right one is one of the big deals. You know, before we go in there, Jonathan, and Jonathan, you said there's a lot of slop artists, but I'll tell you what, I, I know what, I think I understand what you're saying. Are there a lot of people who are trying to develop for people who are slop artists? But I'll tell you what, if a real estate agent just does a simple WordPress site and learns to blog and sticks with it, they're going to get SEO and learn about it. So, I mean, yeah. there's a process in going, but I, I do, I do love WordPress with a passion. I like podcasting. I like netcasting. I like lab, but I'll tell you what, fundamentally that WordPress uh, tool, that platform is so neat and so important. And, and to just to answer your question real quick, where like how all that came about in real estate, because uh, I, I know a lot of people uh, who have worked with, they've seen me go into real estate and some of them got it. Some of them kind of didn't. And um, I mean, I grew up thoroughly in a real estate family and I mentioned that on the show the other day, but I mean, I, I grew up around commercial real estate development, residential real estate development, design, um, you know, kind of you name it. And uh, I just developed a passion for it early on. And then um, as I've kind of like tracked in my marketing career, I've always kept an eye on real estate. I did a real estate startup with my dad about four years ago. Um, didn't pan out there, but I still knew I'm like, my passion for real estate has got to go somewhere. So, you know, eventually I got to the point where um, really with consulting for marketing, I'm like, you know what, all the stuff that I'm telling people to do to grow their business um, yeah, I, I could put it into just consulting for marketing, but I want to do it in a specific field. And that's where I just said, I'm going to take it into real estate. So I got my broker's license and I'm like, you know, let's see how far and push the limits of this and really like test, um, these, these marketing strategies to the point where I can say, here are the bona fide results. Let me show you how to do them type of thing. So. Yeah, so um, Preston, um, what do you see as the, you know, if you're an agent, broker, you're looking at various options, maybe you can give us quickly what you see as a couple, two to three of WordPress strengths and maybe some of its weaknesses. What what do you see as its strengths really fundamentally? Yeah, so strengths, I think overall there's it's there's a lot of people who work on it. So it's not hard to find someone who is um, probably pretty well versed in WordPress. Um, so it's, it's accessibility from that st standpoint is very high. There's a lot of external services that work well with WordPress because they know WordPress powers a lot of the internet, um, and especially a lot of the commercial internet. And it's versatility. You know, you, you look into, I mean, any, any kind of website, right? Real estate website, an e-commerce website. I mean, a lot of good uses there for WordPress and just how how you implement it. Um, but I mean, you, I don't think you could say the same for something like Drupal, you know, or Joomla, or Joomla. You know, it's just it's just not there, not now. What well, what some of its weaknesses? I think weaknesses one absolutely is its vulnerability. It because it is so widely used, it's also widely attacked. Right. Um, so if you're not, if you have a site that you let go by, you let go defunct, it's something's going to happen to it. Um, again, you know, these are all kind of counterpoints to its strengths, but be, there's a lot of developers, but there's also a lot more probably, you know, you know, not so good developers to weed through, to weed through who may not understand the WordPress codex and sta good standards for WordPress. Um, 
that kind of thing. Um, and then also, again, going back to, I think probably it's, it's again, it's versatility. Um, it can, you know, there's setting up an e-commerce site and then there's setting up a good e-commerce site, right? And there's setting up a real estate site and there's setting up a good real estate site. So it's like, you know, there's kind of the, the, the mindset that, oh, I can slap together plugins on a website and then it's just as good as hiring a pro. Some of the fundamental things that you've got to know about when you're looking at um, getting a professional agent or broker website, what are some of the crucial things that you think they've got to look at if they're also thinking of utilizing WordPress? Yeah, sure. So um, I think one of the biggest things is your, your IDX provider. Um, who's going to play nice with WordPress? A lot of IDX providers I've noticed, uh, they, they're, how they function inside of WordPress. Uh, it's just, it's just not as clean as it should be. And, you know, by that, I mean, um, how they're playing with your theme, right? How they integrate with your theme. Um, are they working with the styling of your theme to be mobile friendly? Um, that kind of thing. Also, how you're bringing over your leads. What's what's the exact route that is taking uh, when you when you get a new lead? Um, and then also uh, testing and speed. Um, I actually just switched, I believe, yesterday to WP Engine, and I'll see how I like them. But I mean, I I was on a kind of little bit of an older server before. I'm like, hey, and I got to get off it and. Um, it's already helped quite a bit, but well, well, we're we're into did you say if you decide WP Engine, give us a when I help you out, Preston, we'll get you on Digital Ocean, uh, um, much quicker, much cheaper, highly secure, mega fast. Uh, um, so yeah, the IDX integration. So one, so is it? Would you suggest? There's over half a dozen IDX WordPress shops. You know, they provide plugins in the area. Um, are, are there any that you think are, you would recommend yourself? There's um, a lot more uh, than, than half a dozen, surely. I mean, there, yeah. you have a lot. Well, I, was of I was talking about the main ones, to be honest. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So, yeah, the, there's the main ones. Um, I use IDX Broker. And, you know, they seem to have, in relativity to the rest of the market, a pretty good handle on just features and whatnot that are going to be friendly to um, the real estate agent. Um, you know, other than that, I looked into a lot of the other ones. And, you know, here's the, here's the thing, that, the big caveat with any application, any service, any platform form, um, is, are they still going to be around in a year or five years? I mean, that, that's really kind of the bottom line because you have so many people. If you go to Code Canyon or anything like that or GitHub, you know, they make stuff and it was like a one-off project. And then when WordPress updates and all your other plugins updates, this thing mm -hmm. is basically useless. And it's like, why bother? <laughs> you know? so, that, so, yeah, looking for stability in the, the product itself, I'd say is fairly important. So, so who would you say today... Are, are the, is this, where is the stability? Who, who, is, who does it lie with in, in, uh, in the WordPress? And not just WordPress, in the whole industry of real estate. Oh, so for, 
That's, I guess that's kind of a two part question <laughs> because, um, you have so many startups in the, um, just overall in the real estate community. Right. And so you have, uh, things like Playster, um, easy agent pros, kind of an up and coming one. And, and these are all kind of turnkey solutions, right. Um, where you just, you know, you, you're paying the service every monthly fee and then it, it keeps going. How long those guys will be around, I, I don't know, because most of those are, you know, less than five years old, you know, less than three in many instances. Um, with, I think WordPress is almost a safer bet in some ways because you don't have to be reliant on an entire single company necessarily. Okay. If your IDX broker feed breaks and say, say IDX broker goes completely out of business, I can go find a new IDX broker. So, you know, it, it, it takes away a bit of the chore there. Um, if can you, I, um, yeah. one of the things, um, if you don't mind, because obviously, hopefully, we're going to have a lot of agents and people listening to this. Sure. What what does what does IDX pro what does IDX plugin actually do? What 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 does it exactly do, Preston? Um, so IDX broker does a, a few things like most of them it'll do a you can create an account right so you have some form of lead generation um specifically with agent evolution why i like it is because it integrates nicely with it um in fact idx broker bought agent evolution i think that's how that yeah. that worked out so you know they made it they're continuing to try to make it more uh, seamless i guess um you know the saved searches poly, uh polygonal polygonal searches. Um, yeah, so you can do a variety of search search types yeah. and search functions. I'm trying to think of what else. Saved Yeah, I was thinking more on the fundamental levels. I'm sorry. Um, they, they, I speak to some agents. They don't actually understand because they pay an association a fee, and mm. a lot of the association offer their data as an iframe. And they don't really understand why that's not a good idea and why they should go to a paid monthly fee and get provider Pacific plugin. Mm -hmm. You like to explain what the benefits maybe are of not using an iframe and actually using a plugin? Well, yeah, I mean, iframes just, it's a bit of an older technology when it comes to embedding stuff. I mean, you know, if you, so if you, I think a good example of this is if you were to look at like Wistia and Wistia is a sort of higher level video hosting platform. And, and that's an alternative, right? To YouTube and, and, and Vimeo. Um, so you can get better analytics on it. You know, when you go to use their platform and you're embedding a responsive video, the way that it's encoding it for the responsive purposes is different than an iframe. That's because it's more reliable. Um, but back to your original question, which was what again, can you remind me? <laughs> well, you know, the, the association, you know, oh. every agent has to be, and they, you know, you get a monthly fee and part of that, they will provide an iframe feed. And then the agent, when you say to the agent, well, you also, I advise you not to use that, but to buy a, a plugin that will show the data on your WordPress site. They don't really understand why they should really do that. Right. Okay. So, uh, Jonathan, 
Jonathan, on IDX, why use a plugin versus an iframe? That's that's a basic question. Yeah, that, and, and you know it's for search. It's yeah. Mm -hmm. What I was gonna say is a lot of that comes down to a plugin will actually incorporate an API, right? And the, a, the API is sort of the Rosetta Stone. It's it's the backbone of all the data that comes over. An iframe is not gonna do that. Um, so, you know, keeping that data fresh, like listings, right? I mean, if I if I go to the listing part of my website in Google Search Console, you know, it's like thirty two thousand index pages. You're not going to get that with an iframe. <laughs> You're going to get an iframe that's maybe you know might refresh, um, you know. But and someone mentioned here that top about yeah, you know, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, Bill mentioned about top producer, right? Yeah, that's a, that's a whole different area, isn't it? So, but, but top producer's been around for a long time in the real estate game. So if you look for companies that are going to survive and be here, top producer has been here forever and they're survived. Now, top producer is also working at some other things, web pages, IDX, plugins, stuff like that in the backside because yeah. they're they're playing on the side. So yeah. they're, I mean, if you look at companies that have been around mm -hmm. as opposed to the overnight somebody shows up, I mean, it's an interesting field. Yeah. So um, what I say, President, to people is one of the other main factors you got to understand <clears throat> is that if you use iFrame, it's not going to be indexed by Google. If you use one of the better plugin solutions, the data is probably going to be indexed by Google. Would you agree with that? Yeah, sure. Well, you're creating actual pages. You know, yes. or you have the potential to. Yeah, and that's that's partly what IDX Broker does. Is um, if you you know you can create pages in the in the um, IDX broker backend and it'll sync with your WordPress site and it all, you know, plays nicely, pulls the skin over. Um, you know, it, it does all yeah, that so, well. Yeah. So you said you looked, um, you looked at a number, you know, the ones that I would say the leading are the one you, you went for, which is IDX broker. They've been around a number of years. Another one is diverse solutions. Um, you know, they are owned by Zillow. Um, they offer two solutions. I think they offer their base product. They actually offer the cheapest one on the market at the present moment. I think they charge twenty nine ninety nine. It's quite limited, but it is the cheapest offering. Another one, um, I don't know if you looked at it, um, Preston, is iHomeFinder. Yeah. Um, I think they're part of the Murdoch um, News International that owns a, a number of other products in the field. So did you look at Home Finder as well? I did, yeah. And, you know, I, I, I'm I trying to recall exactly what steered me away from my Home Finder. Um, yeah. you know, a lot of it and what I was ultimately looking at was how current are they staying and how nicely do they play with WordPress? And they oh, have right. a big thing. Oh, that's great. So what I think we do, uh, President, we're going to go for a break and then we'll okay. come back and discuss this a little bit more and then broaden it out a little bit. Okay, sure. Want to turn your WordPress website into an online speed machine? Go on over to WP Tonic. They'll set up DigitalOcean websites hosting on solid state drives. And while you're there, don't forget to sign up for WP Tonic's maintenance packages. WP Tonic offers some of the very best 
WordPress maintenance packages on the market. So those who are serious about getting the very best platform for their WordPress sites, make sure you go on over to wp-tonic.com. Okay, coming off the break, we had a little discussion and actually Preston's got a topic he wants to hit into and then we'll hit it on the other areas of search and SEO. But why should you change your ideology when it comes to your online web presence? And you're looking at, this show is broader than just real estate agents. This is WP Tonic. So you're talking about real estate agents, any professional, anyone who needs to reach out to people with websites. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, you know, and I'll cater this to real estate, but you could probably pick out bits and pieces that maybe may apply to you as you're thinking about your own situation. But I think one of the biggest things I've found in real estate and quite honestly, sort of Fox in the hen house for me, in terms of being going into online marketing in real estate, because there is such, there's a, a very big mentality of service based, um, lease, lease, um, atmosphere for real estate. And what do I mean by that? Well, I pay a fee and someone lets me borrow online assets until I stop paying that fee and then they get it back. And that's, I mean, I think that's the bill of goods that for most real estate agents, you've been sold. Pay a thousand dollars. I mean, we were talking about this the other day. Pay a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars, whatever, to all these different people who want to suck you dry of your commissions, and you don't own anything in the end. You, I mean, you own in a, in a sense your own personal sphere, but online, what do you own? And that's kind of the crux of the issue. Um, when I went to the brokerage I'm at now, they actually have their own agent websites they set up for people. And before I switched over, I said, just so you know, there's no chance I'm giving up my website for your website because it's probably inferior, you know, and it wasn't like, you know, I'm better than you. It's just like, I, you're not going to provide me something that's better. So why would I give it up? And I think that's people need to start having more pride in what they're, how they're presenting themselves online and not just from a, oh, I have this because I borrowed it and it's a billboard sitting out and, you know, I'm going to lose it once some other guy takes over the lease. It's like, no, I own this because I built it. You know, I financed the car and I own it and it's free and clear type of thing. So obviously you have server space, but I, it, this really just boils down to thinking about your online web content that reflects you and your brand as something that you need to have complete control over, not just left to the hands of a service or a company. Um, and that's something, and we were talking about this, I think, Jonathan, where there needs to be an opportunity. And I think Jonathan, you know, will provide this and um, for people to be able to pay a fee to where you, and this is how I've typically done it in, in web design. I'll create a stellar web asset for you at least the foundational one that you can take, take it and run with it. If you want to do the content yourself, great. Uh, if you want to hire someone to kind of do that on, on an ongoing basis, you have an assistant or a service, do that. But the bottom line is you own that, that asset and that can't be taken away from you. Yeah. I, I think that's great advice, Preston. Um, uh, uh, my, my personal position about this Preston is, is that there's a middle ground where you utilize services where they offer the best solution on the market at the present moment and you you take certain bits 
that it's not worth you investing the time and money in, but the overall um, the website, the overall online presence, you have direct control over. Mm. And I don't think there's any problem taking various elements um, and utilizing them in that big overall oval platform, which should be your website, your mm-hmm. personal branded or your brokerage. And that's my position. And I think it's quite insightful there. Um, and it d- doesn't only apply to real estate. Um, there's a lot of other industries where there's similar players where they say they will do everything. Mm, and yeah. um, you're just leasing, aren't you? You know, you're spending f- um, from three to five to 10,000 a month, mm. depending on the size. Of- so that that's great. So um, what I also was going to bring in um, is that when you bring in SEO, um, search engine optimization into the mixture, then most agent websites really do kind of cloud over and they've heard it's really important and they heard various bits and pieces, but they normally got a very um, informed general knowledge of it. Can you give any kind of tips? Because not only have you been in web development and still are, but you're an agent. So what are some of the key things that um agent or a brokerage got to understand and you got any tips and tricks yeah. about it i think one of one of the most humorous things i see when i'm going in and i i'll just research real estate websites just to see what people are doing like you know if someone's got something if someone has a um methodology that are using that resonates with me i'll go dang that's good you know how can i how can i kind of roll with that and improve on it um, but w- one of the things I see most often with SEO is, you know, kind of a dated ideology of keyword stuffing, uh, blatant hit you over the head, keyword headlines, um, basically content that's written for search engines and not that for humans. I mean, even when it comes down to your web address, I mean, I mean how, many, how often have you seen the web address that says, your city, your state homes for sale or luxury homes for sale, you know, luxury Reno, Nevada homes for sale.com. Who on earth wants to write that down? I mean, you know, I'm not saying that's bad per se. I'm saying if that's, that's not brandable, you know, it's, it's so long and it's forgettable because it's, it's a generic term, your name or your company that's memorable. Right. That's why I chose to go with PrestonZeller.com because someone meets me. They go, what's your website? Go, go to my name.com. You know, that's, that's real easy. Um, so, I mean, that's my take on, uh, at least that from a domain standpoint. You know, when you get to your inner page content, I think the, the biggest thing is really writing for humans. So writing your content for people to consume that's helpful that they're going to want to ultimately share and, you know, search engines are going to look in many ways more at, is this being shared? Are people spending time on the page? Are they leaving the second they land on it? They're going to look at that a lot more than just a more robotic fashion of, well, they hit the keyword six times. Well, it's in the headline. That kind of stuff is important, surely. Um, but it should it be your primary concern in terms of how you approach content? I, I don't think so. 
Um, cause yeah. So. Yeah. No, and, um, to be honest, Preston, um, I do understand some of the difficulties for agent and broker because a lot of SEO is you've got to be in the long term, haven't you? You, you got to, you know, place articles and content morphology at the same time. And it's got to be at a certain standard and it's got to be kind of structured to it. And you've just got to keep at it, haven't you? And that's difficult, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, consistency. That's that's like any marketing you do in real estate, right? It's like it's the consistency. And that, I think that's that can be hard, especially if you have a lot of ideas and you want to you want to hit them all. Um, I know that that's kind of like a, a weakness for me or can be is having so many ideas that, okay, just, you know, need to focus, need to focus, need to focus. Um, but, you know, and, and with, with SEO as well, there's, there's other really good foundational things you can do to optimize your site and surely do that. But those are usually set uh, and then you go out and make content and then it just supports what the foundational keywords of the website are, you know, and just keeps, keeps building and building and building on that. So. Hey, yeah, Preston, I, I got a, I got a side question here. A couple yeah. of them too. I want to follow up with, first of all, we're talking about you and your business as we go into it. You're still building web pages for other agents. You said. I actually haven't. No. In fact, it's something I'm entertaining the idea of doing. <laughs> There's a follow-up to this because you have the experience in yeah. the background, you know, we've got a lot, you, you know who the big guys are who coach and teach and do all these different things. They're not really up on a lot of the WordPress sites and that's maybe the future. But one thing you're going to run into is if you're an agent and you're out selling a product or competing, you're, you're going to, it's going to be a conflict back and forth. It's going to be tough. Just mm -hmm. FYI. Um, I've been there. I was design, build construction and builder. And we had real estate agents. So, you know, there's a, and we had a real, our own brokerage. So there's conflict there. You know, so you got to really push through. You got to sort of self-contain. Sure, but I just want to make you think about that where you're going because I do think you have potential to be really smart in the real estate business since your boots on the ground. You already know it going in and out of it. It's a hard thing to balance to make money, but I think you got potential there. And then Jonathan earlier, I want to go back on this question. Jonathan was talking about SEO and plugins and IDX. Mm -hmm. I think that is important because it's something that I maybe didn't grasp initially. The iframes opposed to trying to get some type of SEO out of your um. Your, your postings or listings, right? I mean, one way, of course, we know is go out and take a, a farm area, take pictures of it, cameras of it, and tell a story about that little farm and post it in maybe a page or a post, and then and people will discover it and find it, I, I, you know, years later. The other thing is, and I'm not sure about this, is, and I, it's not proof to me, is the IDX that you pay, and what you do, you pay big money for your IDX and your plug-in. Is that really helping you out? Is that giving you search? What's it doing for you? Yeah, are you asking me or Jonathan that? Yeah, I'm asking you both of okay. you, but you, you in particular, you're paying what sixty bucks. Uh, yeah. You have a plug-in for IDX. How's that working? And who are you using? Yeah, you sure. Using? So, yeah, with IDX broker, um, you actually have a fair amount of control over your, you know, your SEO, your, your title, your meta description, that kind of stuff. Uh, they rigorous to do anything with it to change it, so that it takes a little bit of time, but with the actual listings themselves, uh, I can see which listings are um, to a degree are driving traffic to my site. So there are some dra driving traffic to my site. Um, you know, I think time will tell a bit more because my site hasn't been live for 
um, super long, how much traffic that does drive. But in terms of, you know, showing index pages and um, having a lot of content in that realm, absolutely. You know, I think there's a lot of probably other providers that don't index like that. So you can figure out a way to actually write your descriptions where they're changing based off of um, dynamic fields. That would be a pretty smart way to go about doing it because I don't think most most people pay attention to that. IDX Broker, is this the one right here? I just put it in. Yeah, that's it. Uh-huh. IDX broker. That's what you're using. And you like that. And you know, that why, you know, why you, you did some research and picked that one. What about 60 bucks a month? Something like that. Price well, they, do, they, do, they do two levels actually, Bill. They, I think the base level is around just under $50. And then they have platinum. Right. And I don't know if you're using the platinum. I, I that's have around. platinum one, yeah. Which is $69. A month, if I go by my memory, Bill. Maybe we can get uh, them on the show. Yeah, they're, they're um, it's a it, they don't cover all areas. Um, the other thing, um, I haven't checked this over recently, but for various legal reasons, actually, New York um doesn't have an association, so you can't get IDX coverage, and some of these. Um, providers will cover certain areas and some areas they won't cover. Um, that's with Northern Nevada, Bill. Um, Diverse Solutions mm. do cover Northern Nevada and so does IDX Broker. And also I'm Home Finder does. Their product is thirty five ninety nine. So which one do you like best of those three here? Which across them? Uh, oh, well. No, I, Jonathan, Jonathan. Uh, John. Oh, John. Um, I, I, I really, um, I think if you're really just trying the waters and you're trying to get to a grasp of all this, and I do understand the problem of the broker because there's so much information out there that sometimes you feel overwhelmed. So it might be worthwhile looking at diverse solutions at twenty nine ninety nine, but if you if you're comfortable with the things that me and Preston have been discussing in this show um, and you're prepared to make an investment, um, I probably would look at IDX Broker or iHome Finder, which is, like I say, thirty five ninety nine. But I think IDX Broker um, have a lot of experience. They've got over five years in the industry, haven't they, Preston? Yeah, they've they've been around a, a while and, and, you know, one of the one of the people on the side here was asking what IDX is, and it just stands for Internet Data Exchange. So, you know, they're they're basically taking data from these MLSs and they're translating it into a usable format, more or less. So that's that's Chris. Um, and Chris, Chris had a question. I just want to address this real quick on. Um, his business partner was developing a WordPress site for a real estate company in Bulgaria. He sells, rents, manages, and offers furniture packages. What do you feel is the best one to use? I mean, not quite sure other than that's a WordPress website. You could find a lot of different themes to use for that. If he has another question, he could email me on the side. That's, um, that's very gracious of you. So how are we doing for time, Bill? 
We are doing really well. A couple more minutes and we'll finish that so, up. Um, so basically on the SEO, um, I just want to put this to you and get your response. I think the other thing is with the with the type of portals now that are dominating short short tail SEO, mm. you know, they're kind of really, you know, like the two to three word phrases that these portals dominate. Right. A lot of people have given up, but there's still enormous opportunities in, in the medium and long tail, isn't there? What, what do you think about that? Yeah, so this is where you get, you start getting into really the inbound methodology, and that that's kind of a whole nother show in and of itself. Yeah, but. We, we, could, we could talk about a whole show about that, can we? But, you know, uh, uh, I guess the, the gist of it is, you have buyer personas, right? And you're you're targeting uh, first-time home buyers, people moving up, certain age ranges, that kind of stuff. People moving down because they're empty nesters, whatever the case may be. Second home, they're all looking for a little bit of a different, you know, solution to their problem or their question. And this is where you get into the long tail. To your point, Jonathan, of um, you create those long tails around those profiles. And that's really what drives the content. Because if, if you don't know who's a- asking the question or what kind of question they're asking, then how can you answer that question? You're just kind of answering questions in a, in a vacuum. So um, I guess the, the key point there would be to, yeah, figure out who you want to target to and then um, do your keyword research around what are they really looking for. And I think that's how you can get some really solid um, topic ideas for those. And, you know, even, you know, a very simple way to do this is just go into Google and start typing in your question and it auto completes several other questions. It shows a list of them right there. We'll pick one of those and then scroll down to the bottom and I'll show what other people have searched for that are like that question. And um, I remember when I was doing this more for my agency, there was one I figured out that, there was a bizarre term that was the movement to marry sales and marketing. I mean, really long tail niche keyword. Uh, I, so I did a really long uh, post about that and it's, it's, you know, more, much more in the corporate world, but it ended up ranking number one for that. And that was a long tail niche keyword and you would have never thought of, but people were searching for it. So, you know, you, you get, you yeah. get 50 or a hundred of those. You know, then you start showing up in other keywords as well because you, they see that you're 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 consistently writing about the same topic. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll just give the I'll just give some quick general advice sure. and then see what you think about it, Preston. And then we ask um, maybe Bill's got one more final question, and we're going how people can contact you. But um, just to kind of wrap up the SEO side, um, when I'm doing it for. What, when I have done it for clients is that I go for the medium and I do ter- I do searches on national terms to start off with because I find if you try and localize it like put Reno is the, the data that you receive is such a low level that you can't make any analytical judgment. Mm-hmm. So I tend to go to national and then I try and go for the medium level because I know on the high level, you're just not going to compete with the portals. Mm. So I go with a group of medium level terms. And then I add um, a geography refiner like Reno, Northern Nevada. 
see um, if anything pops up that's unique about the area. And I'll put that into a silo with the national terms. And then I, if it's real estate, obviously you're going to be dealing with geography areas that are going to have a, maybe a, a very high local search level. So I'll probably do a little bit of research that and then combine all those three silos into what I would call key landing pages and have silo pages that feed off that. And that would be my basic mythology. Mm-hmm. Would you would you agree with that, Preston? Would you do something similar? You know, I think that's certainly one way to do it. I'd probably do it a little more backwards where I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd hit the longer tail stuff and then work up to the... Um, just because it's, it's getting more traction in the search engines, you know, that, that's how I would, I would approach it. But you, you know what I, I think is happening too, is even with, um, so even if you don't put a, a geography, geog- geographically specific identifier in there, <laughs> the tongue twister. It's a big term, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Especially so, on a Saturday morning. Even if you don't put one in there, um, if your site is hyper local, right, or it's just you know city specific, and it has this is how smart the algorithms are getting. You know, if it, if it's something that uh, will benefit Google, knows it will benefit the person asking the question or doing the search because it is a local specific question. They'll detect that without you, them even putting in that in geographically. Bill's got a great question here. You want to answer it? Ask it? No, we're going we're gonna to go to a break and then come back because we've got to take our break. Buying or selling a home in the greater Reno Tahoe area? I know the best CRS real estate broker, and that's Karen Conrad. And you can find her at karenconrad.com or call her directly at 775-527-7021. Hey, coming off the break, Preston, what yes. can we do for you? How can the listener help you? And how can the listener contact you? Yeah, I think first and foremost, just, you know, go to my site and check it out, PrestonZeller.com. That's Z-E-L-L-E-R uh, is the last name. And go check that out and just, you know, have a look at the content. And, you know, first and foremost, now real estate agent. So, you know, someone Clark County, Washington, Vancouver, Camas, send them my way. I'd love to talk with them. My email is broker at PrestonZeller.com. My phone number is 360-888-9545. And uh, yeah, send them my way. And uh, you know, if you're if you're a real estate agent and you got questions about your um, your web presence and that kind of stuff, feel free to email me as well. So and, and this is a WP Tonic focused show. It's a WordPress show which gets really high on the WordPress rankings on iTunes. So I'll make sure, folks, that is going to be on the front. I'll do an intro and, and talk to the WordPress community about we're going into real estate deep. But, you know, the idea is this whole month's themes are about how do you make money with WordPress online? So that can help the WordPress folks who have the agencies because most of them are clueless and don't understand anything about real estate. They might understand WordPress, but they certainly don't understand that belly to belly sales in real estate. So we'll try to relay that to folks. So that's going to lead me to one last question. And I'm going to let Jonathan hit one last question, too. I think we need two last questions, one from each of us. But mine, and I want to blend this, and I think it's so important, whether on WordPress or doing a digital agency or whatever it might be, and you hear this all the time, is tell us about your lists that are specific to real estate that you use. So tell me about what kind of lists you have. There should be a couple. 
Sure. Yeah. So um, there's certainly a master list and a lot of that has to do with like overall announcements about um, typically content that goes up. If it's something I know that can appeal to the masses, so to speak, I'll send everyone on my list. Um, and then rolling over, I have another list that is exclusive to people. And this is a revolving door. Uh, who are long-term uh, either selling or looking to buy, and they're looking at the value of homes in the area. They get an automated email um, at varying frequencies with what's going on in their area and in, in home values and pricing. Um, and then the other list I have would be basically <clears throat> the actual prospects and um, combination Your of- hot pers- list. Yeah, combination of personal farm and other, other or personal sphere and farming. But they have a, a sort of ranking and, you know, depending on what it is, they may get certain types of marketing material from me through my agency. Cause we, we have a fantastic design department and we can send anywhere from a, a simple postcard to if they're an, an a um, prospect, I'll send them some really nice stuff that is you, you're not going to ignore. So yeah, that's the gist of the, the, the different lists. So you said, you know, you're calling, you got a list that you're actually calling and sending postcards to and, and doing those traditional things to back up your basic, you got to do that still. Right. And a lot yeah. of agents, that's all. It, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, I think mail still has certainly a place. It's just, I, I you know, it's not the only place. <laughs> you know? Right, right, right. No, you better have I'll, your website in the mail. Yeah. I, I, think the, I think the way that you um, have structured your three main um, lists is fantastic. So to recap, this is what I got from it. you got a general list, which is basically probably anybody that could recognize you that's had any kind of personal um, connection to you over the past 18 months, but they're not actively in the market at the present moment. Mm-hmm. Then you've got long-term relationships, maybe investors, buyers, sellers that um, are not super hot, but they're you would classify as active. So they're interested in more Pacific information about Pacific properties. Mm-hmm. And then you have your final list, which is your hot list. These are people that are active now in some shape or form and they need a certain level of focus that the other two groups wouldn't would you agree with that yeah uh, yeah that's that's a pretty good rundown of it yeah yeah so my final question and you've been a great you've been a great guest um, um is when it comes to wordpress is there one thing that comes to your mind that you would always advise an agent and broker that they should know about there's one thing in my mind that comes up i just going to ask you is is there something that if you were talking to an agent they said president i'm interested in wordpress that you would try and get across to them yeah, I would say make sure that whatever kind of money they spend to create a WordPress asset, I always call it an asset because it should be it should be something that's giving you a return contacts or whatever. But uh, whatever site or slash asset you get created, make sure you own it outright. Make sure that it's something that you can take with you wherever you go and that you have full control over it and that you're not hostage to anyone, so to speak. I think that's great. The thing that 
That which is linked to what you just said is the fundamental thing I would advise anybody and Bill testified to this is you own your domain name. Um, um, <laughs> yeah, let's finish up on that and talk after the record. So say goodbye and we'll come back on that. That's really good. That's really good. Hey, thank you. We'll stay on for a few minutes uh, for the YouTube folks. Uh, if you're on listening to a podcast, you can go to the end of the show after about 25 or 30 minutes and listen to YouTube. Are you fed up buying back the data from the big online companies only to find out that they are poor quality, inexpensive leads? Let us help you, the professional real estate agent, build your online fan club from the people in your local community who already know, like, trust you. They need to remember you when it comes to buying and selling that next home. MailRite has developed a powerful online system that keeps you in front of the most powerful referral group, the people in your local sphere of influence who know, like, and trust you. So come on over to MailRite and check out the program. Thank you.